We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Three gentlemen that have made bad life decisions and ended up Titans fans. Um, episode three, boys. Welcome. Ew. This is it. We're into, into the guts of it now. We're uh, ready to rock and roll. Looking forward to how have you all been this week? Yeah, yeah. can't comply. Just been doing study and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, all good here too. Uh, duck to the cinemas or the uh, the... Batman last night, so um, yeah, it's oh, nice. cra- cracking film, but uh, yeah, three hours, so um, definitely bathroom break before you go, but um, yeah, no, it was a good film, uh, yeah, get me, yeah, pumped for round one, yeah, nice, nice, finally made it home, I'm pretty happy about that. First, uh, first home, first time home in about in three weeks, so looking forward to watching some footy this weekend. Perfect time. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be balls of It's bloody freezing down here in Melbourne at the moment. It's windy as shit. So, but I'd rather that than what's going on up there. So, yeah, yeah, could always be. Yeah. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third. All right, moving on to news. Um, just a couple of things going on during the week. First of all, um, Jaden Campbell has cut the ratty off. Um, he raised, uh, did, it, did it for charity. I'll read the story out. Um, initially choosing to get the SNP to benefit the Titans Deadly Futures program when first announced in February, the youngster thought it was only right to divert the funds to those in need in southeast Queensland and northern New South Wales after the devastating floods caused widespread damage to a number of communities within the club's footprint. Instead of the money going to Titans Together and Deadly Futures, we are going to donate the money towards flood relief, uh, Campbell said. I know a lot of boys and a lot of staff in the club have family down that way and who have been affected and a lot of the future Titans boys and Northern Rivers lads. So it's good to give back to them. And from this report, he made $16,000 for that. So good on you, Jaden and, and the Titans wow. for doing that. That's um, it's good to see. Yep. Yeah, and, um, it just shows what a good guy he is, not only on the field, but off the field. He following in his dad's footsteps, that's for sure. Absolutely, mate. There's, um, yeah, he's, he's been taught well by his old man. And Presto was, you know, he's, that's one of the big things. He was very, very community-led, um, you know, very community-strong fella. And obviously his son's taken him, walking in his footsteps, so it's good to see. Just leading into that, um, the Titans have also announced that for their first home game, $20 from every ticket sold at the first home game will, uh, for 2022 will go towards flood recovery. And they've also announced that for the second home game, $10 from every ticket. So 
that's pretty good. And Village Roadshow, who are partners with Titans, have also uh, committed to back their money, their back back the Titans donation dollar for dollar. So effectively, from the first game, forty dollars for every Titans ticket sold is going to flood relief, and twenty dollars for the second game from every Titans ticket sold. So um, really, it's just. You know, good stuff. It's, I'm glad they're doing something, um, and and for Village Roadshow too because they've been they got smashed as well. So for them, they, they didn't have to. And good on them. It's it's great and get around it more to it. Get to the games. Not only do you get to see the club, you get to support the local communities and, and help those that that are that are stuffed. So good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just another reason if you, if you weren't already thinking of. Going to our first couple of games at home, I think, yeah, like you said, it's another another sort of drawing point to, yeah, not only see the, the Titans tail up the Warriors, is it? Yeah. Yeah, Warriors. Um, so, yeah, not only just to see him tail up the Warriors again, but, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 raising some, some money for some much-needed causes. So, oh, it's, yeah, full credit to the club. And, yeah, Village Roadshow, they've always always been fantastic to the club but also the community so big shout out to them like you said matt yeah and and um they say that it could be up to around about two hundred thousand dollars so that's that's awesome yep no that's absolutely massive and add on and add on what money they um get a news for the cancel um season launch Oh yeah, that, that was another that was another big thing as well. Cancelling the season launch and giving it towards the you know charities for the floods. Um, oh. Yeah, it's just the club. The club's just doing everyone proud off field at the moment, and uh, yeah, it's, it's just really good to see. They're really doubling down on that Northern Rivers um, area too to sort of make it make make them like the local club for that area and. Doing stuff like this is just sort of cements that in there, and people don't forget, you know. Like, if, it's good oh, to see. Sure. It's good to see, and, and good to, you know, good to see have a club that that's community focused. And then you add to that too the um, a lot of the office staff from the Titans were down in Lismore cleaning up. Like, there's a lot of um, a lot of as as Jaden Campbell said, there's a lot of people in the club that are from the Northern Rivers and from all this all the flood affected areas. So must be pretty tough times for them all to be, you know, up here and isolated while your family's going through that. So good to see the club involved in, in helping not only financially, but um, getting down there on boots on the ground and not going down there for photo shoots, like uh, a certain defense force. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. It's yep. <laughs> all that all over Twitter this week. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Not digging, not having a crack at the defence force because they, they're only doing what they're they're told to do. But yeah, it's just what a shit show. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, just um, once again, all the all the all the people from there, and we, you know, we can't do much for you, unfortunately. But you just know that our condolences for for any any sort of property and, and loss and whatever you you've gone through. It's um, yeah. It's pretty pretty rough. Moving on to the next news, there is some injury news. Unfortunately, um, Titans have suffered uh, 
two season-ending injuries uh, from the matches played on the weekend. Young electrifying playmaker Shallon Fuller sustained a tibial fracture, ouch, uh, requiring surgery in an unfortunate incident playing in a host plus cup trial for the Burley Bears against Tweed. Um, 22 year old has a long journey ahead for rehab and expected to be on the field, not expected to be on the field for another 12 months. So, um, sorry to hear about that. That's, that's pretty That's, cool. that's shit to hear, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rough. And then the other season injury, injury um, Shannon, is it Mato or Mato? I'm not sure. I really need to. I think Matt really listen to how how the commentators pronounce these names, but um, mm-hmm. no, no, she, it's a it's a big loss. Yeah, she's got and and, and ruptured her, the MCL, so she's gone for the rest of this season. Um, it says in the, here that she can return for the twenty two season, which will kick off. I thought that was this season. Is, are they playing another season towards the end of the year? Are they? Yeah, because right. yeah, this this current one was meant to be last year. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, right. When's so, that yeah. Off? Um, I'm not actually sure. I don't think they've announced it yet, but I'm like 99% sure that it's going to be a second comp this year. Yeah, okay. um, but yeah, it, she should be back for that, hopefully. So that'll be good. Um, but because, yeah, she was playing really well. And, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but, you know, can't can't do much better, unfortunately. That's footy. Yeah, that's yeah. That's it. Yeah, hopefully, I'm not sure about the financial situations for for the NRLW, but hopefully, um, it's not as as you know amateur as the old you know rugby league days where you know they go they go home they they you know they go work nine to five during the week or whatever, and then you know go and go and play footy. So hopefully, she's looked after financially by the club, if she can't work. Yeah, that's right. It's um, yeah, it's such a shame. Like you said, she's one of the sort of leaders from the front um, for the women's side and uh, try scorer in week one, I think. Um, so yeah, it's a mass- massive shame. Um, like you said, hopefully financially she's um, yeah, she's looked after. Um, but yeah, and and Shallon, oh, it's just such a shame. Um, I think we were all sort of. He wasn't wasn't outstanding or uh, didn't shine in the trial, but I thought he was pretty classy, and we sort of were all talking up his chances to maybe nab the fourteen jersey sometime during the year. So yeah, uh, yeah, like he, he showed he showed some he showed some promising touches, you know, for young fellas. So yeah, it's a shame shame for that in twelve months. It's uh, it's rough. <clears throat> And uh, another injury news, uh, Brianna Clark is out for another week um, after a back injury from the opening uh, NRL clash against the Dragons. So hopefully she will be back in round four against the big, the little sisters, the Broncos. That's it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's... um. Yeah, a couple of injuries, but I, I think I heard um, we've got a, a new debutante this week for the women's. I think. Um, yeah. Reading a, a teenager, um, sort of getting her first crack of of footy. I ha- haven't got the name on me, sorry, but. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure she's replacing um, who? Oh, Warren Dam from last week. I'm pretty sure it's a winger who's. I've just got to try and. Fine, it's gonna annoy me if I can't 
Oh, here we go. Haley J. Monsell. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yep. So she'll she'll make her debut. Um, yeah, poor uh, poor Dam had a had a pretty shocking week. Um, yeah. Uh, last week, but oh, these things happen in footy, and yeah, um, and the conditions were pretty. I mean, I yeah. com- compared to the last game, you know, I mean, the conditions were still pretty tough, and you know, she 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 did do well for um, well, she did just. Yeah, just those chances, some of those chances need to be taken. But, you know, it is what it is. That's right. And at least she's finding herself sort of in the right positions. And oh, that's she's, it. Getting, she's getting that part right. It's just about, yeah, just about the execution now, which it'll come in time as well. Yeah, that's it. But um, I hope Hayley does well for a debut. Um, pretty much the similar squad as last week other than um, Shannon and Warren out. But um, uh, she should be a good week. Got Parramatta, um, which which will be interesting because um, obviously they've got Vetti Welsh and Penatani. So, um, so yeah, should be a good game. And if, if anything, if last week was to go off anything, I think we can get another win here. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees. Alright, moving on to results. Um, on the weekend, it's the one game, the NRLW, the Titans defeated the Roosters 26-16 for their very first win. Well done, girls. Um, 26 points to the Titans come from tries to Peters, Brown, Gray, and Braley Natty with a double. Um, three, the Titans kicked three from five, two to Canfield, and one to Braley Natty. And the 16 points to the Roosters, to Fuga, Tokotuki, and Koenig. With tries and the and Southwell kicked two from three. Uh, once again, I was working, so I didn't see much. I only saw a bit of the um, bit of the replay, but it looked like a pretty decent game considering the conditions. Um, Tommy, yeah, it was really good. Um, you know, obviously there was a bit of um, positives and negatives that came out of the first round, um, and. One of the biggest negatives that came out of the first round was the completion rate. We finished with 76th completion rate against Chooks, which was a big improvement. Uh, we, just, we just looked overall just a better side. You know, we were quick, we were dominant, we weren't letting the Roosters really have any chance uh, when we had the ball on our hands. And, yeah, we just played a really solid game. We did, we did get a bit complacent at the end because we had a 22 to 6 lead at one point um, and then they scored two two tries that probably shouldn't have been but uh, that's just a learning experience again for a lot of the girls um, and you know credit with credit's due we got on with the job and won and you know at the moment that's what's important you know we've got to get those wins and um, yeah, it's just 
it was just an all-round better performance than against Dragons, and um, I really gives give us a good chance against the Eels, who you know did play in very poor conditions, but you know they weren't too impressive themselves. So, um, and I found it, and uh, there was our fullback Ivania had an absolute rip attack on Jess Surge just right now our try line. Oh yeah. Like, you could not not have asked for a better tackle from your fullback. Just sensational stuff from her, and um, yeah, just again overall, just played really well. Looked at the negatives and fixed on them, and yeah, we did well. Yeah, perfect. I know still a bit of still a bit of work to do in defence going from the the highlights. Oh yeah, the 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 edges are a bit concerning because they the to be honest, the Rose is probably should have scored two or three tries because our edges were so shot. But um, again, that's, you know, learning experience and, um, you know, hopefully that's something that gets really picked up on this week in training. And yeah, so we can hopefully make it two from three before we go against Brisbane next week. How good is um, Polite as well? Uh, she's, she's unbelievable. Her, her right to left pass, um, like oh, yeah. threw threw a few of them over to um, as we touched on earlier, Lauren Dam. Um, but honestly, that's uh, she's passing it better than some of the halfbacks in the men's comp. Uh, it's just so so crisp and hits the mark every time. And um, like you said, the the tackle on the line, the try saver. Um, she just yeah, she's a brilliant player. Um, and another another couple are Tasman Gray. Um, she's just a workhorse, at 120 odd meters and 55 post contact meters. Um, wow. And Destiny Brill, I think she's uh, it was my yeah. first, first time watching. Uh, I sort of caught glimpses last week, but my first time watching the whole game this week and. She's just, uh, I think you said it last week, Tom, she's such a difference maker in the middle. Oh, she is. When she, yeah, when she's in the middle of the park, she just it has that different feel to it. We feel a lot more energetic and um, she had six tackle breaks herself. So, um, yeah, she's she's definitely a tremendous player too. She really is. Um, you know, it just... That, that was what I think really helped us at the start was just having her on the field from the starting whistle. You could just see the, the pace, the energy, the enthusiasm really lift when she had the ball in her hand. And, you know, she's, you know, she's just doing really well. And she's only 18, you know, so if we can lock her down for a while and, you know, keep helping her get a game even better, like, who knows what she could be in a couple of years' time. You know, it's very exciting stuff. Yeah, I didn't realise she was only 18. That's oh, that's crazy. Well, sure. she made a debut for the Maroons last year. I think I touched back touched on that last week. But, yeah, she scored the try last year in the state of Orange and for you, Queenslander. So she's just a talent and she'll only get better as the season goes on. And, um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I don't think there's much else you can say, really. Wow, well, it's good to hear the team song. What they got, um, we didn't start. Is it? We didn't start the fire. Is it? Is that what it was? I think um, it. Not. 
I'm not. Yeah, I think I think it was. I I must admit I missed it, but I I, I saw the video without the sound and the girls were getting into it. So good on them. Now they're back in business. Okay, previews <clears throat> for for the women for the NRLW. The Eels take on the Titans. A bit of a um, club club game. Club Championship, I guess, for the, against the Eels and Titans. Uh, they're playing on Sunday at Combank Stadium at 1.45pm. Um, Titans are lining up. They have uh, the Inns, uh, Brianna Clark, Brooke Slater, Kobe J. Morgan, Jada Faifua, Carly Hansen, Laker Clark, Lauren Moss, and the outs are Shannon Mato. So the Titans lining up are uh, Polit, Brown, Peters, Rastran, Smith, Manswell, Griffin, Brayley Nati, Ellison, Brayley Nati again, Hancock, Canfield, Tasman Gray, and Destiny Brill. All right, fellas, what do you think? Surely we can take on the take the eels. Yeah, for sure we can. I think. You know, last week was a big turning point for us. I think just in the way we played, um, you know, I mean, when I look at the Eels side, like they've got some good names, but I, the only one I'm really concerned about is Betsy Walsh at fullback. Like, you know, she, she's the danger um, woman for them. And, um, and I mean, obviously Tiana, but, oh shit, I can't, uh, oh, restart. I can't pronounce it surname at the moment. Penetani? Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, shit. Um, I going to say, yeah, it's just sort of rewind. Um, yeah, like, like I said, Fetty Walsh is their, is their danger woman. Uh, Penetani as well. Uh, you know, she when she gets her hands on a ball, she can do anything she wants. Um, Nita Maynard, hooker. She's someone we've got to watch out for. She was running the ball a lot last week with dummy half, and she was making good meters as well. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I think we have the talent here to win, uh, especially when we get into the opposition's 20-meter line. That was really showing last week. You know, we have to strike power to really punish sides when they make mistakes. So, uh, hopefully, the conditions are a lot better. Hopefully, um you know, catches are taken a bit more and we should, I reckon, get a W this week. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a good battle, Polite and um, the fullback, Walsh, Vete Walsh. It'll, that'll be a good battle. Um, as you said, uh, Vete Walsh, she's she's looked electric with the ball. Um, and then, yeah, Polite, as I touched on earlier, she's just, just fantastic for us. Um, so, yeah, it'll probably... A battle of the fullbacks there a little bit. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so they've, they've got some dangerous outside backs, um, as you said. But um, so hopefully as with our our dodgy uh, edge defence at the moment, hopefully they can work on that during the week and fix that up. Um, otherwise, yeah, you wouldn't want para running a field day on the edges. Um so, but I, I think, yeah, we've got a good chance. Um, Para won by a field goal in week one and 
uh, 10-0 last week. They lost to the Dragons. So uh, they're right for the picking, but um, yeah, it's, a, it's a good chance for us to uh, move further up the ladder. So fingers crossed the girls can get the job done. Yeah, too, mate. As you said, they've got the points in them. It's just defence. It just seems to be a Titans, Titans mantra, isn't it? Like, even with the defence. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's points, just, just need to work on defence. So. Yep. Uh, good stuff. Let's go, girls. Hopefully, um, you'll do us proud no matter what. So, you can do it. That's it. And um, the men uh, take also taking on the Eels uh, down there at um, Bank West. At the 4.05 time slot, so it's the Channel 9 games, uh, starting the year off on, on prime time on Sunday, which is good. Um, yes. The Titans pretty much named the team that we all thought that name, but I'll just run through the list. Fullback Campbell, Philip Sami on the wing with uh, Corey Thompson, Kelly and Herbert in the centres, Brimo and Tobes in the halves. Um, Mo, Aaron Clark, and Isaac are in the front row with Fafita and Fermor in the back, and Tino Fasul Malawi in the lock position. Now, the bench, which is being hotly contested, Will Smith gets the number 14. Um, Sam Lasoni and Jamie Jolief, the two Bash brothers, uh, they get the gig, and long favourite Kevin Proctor rounds out the 17. You're beauty. <laughs> what do you think, boys? I think it's pretty much like. As advertised, um, there's really only two or three positions that were contentious in our eyes, and that was um, Sami and Sami, Aaron Clark, and Will Smith. I guess that was pretty much it. But they were, you know, unlucky for Tana Boyd in in both those positions, and um, unlucky for Greg Marju. Um, but you know, it's um, a good good opportunity for Phil, and looking forward to seeing him play. Yeah, I think I think we got it right. Um, it was yeah, as you said, pretty much expected. Um, weren't too many surprises. Um, as you said, I think Sammy was always always going to get the nod first by the sounds of it. So um, wasn't shocking, but it'll be a good battle if he you know if he drops in form. Marju's there, and um, the other one, I was actually I was really shocked to see Jared Wallace. Um, not in the not in the seventeen. He's eighteenth man. So, um, Lasone and Jolliffe have gotten the the nod ahead of him, um, which I think I think is a good decision. Lasone is obviously can't leave him out. He's he's the goat, um, and Jamin Jolliffe is uh, he's just a workhorse for us. So, I, I was a bit shocked to see it, but um, knowing. By the sounds of it, too, he's he, he may be off to the Dolphins uh, next year under Wayne. It, it, it sort of makes it a little bit less shocking as well. Um, yeah. Look into the future. I mean, the, 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 the Sonny and Jolliffe are the way forward. That's right. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Um, Jolliffe is just, just flies under the radar, even with commentators and, and stuff like that. He sort of doesn't get the praises at times. Um, but yeah. they, they, like the, the work they put in last year and, and that's just I'm, I'm happy for them I'm glad they get the round one game it's it's, it's great it's, yeah it's, and very happy to see Fafita, Fermor and Tino back row that's that's bloody uh, that's a good bloody back row that makes you very excited honestly absolutely mate I am frothing to see 
a fully fit David Fafita unleashed on the NRL this year. <laughs> yeah, After it. a full preseason, um, he's looking bad. Let's let's just I just I just hope the weather in Sydney um, calms down and 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 he, and, and he's, um, he gets a bit of a dry track to to just just steamroll Mitchell Moses all day. Yeah, uh, I don't know too much about this Bo for more bloke, but hopefully there's someone on Twitter that can um, give us a bit of advice on the bloke. Um, so yeah. if, if you're a Bow Fermor fan, could you please reach out to us? To give yeah. it to I, I, <laughs> I did. Uh, so there was another one of those um, end of season, uh, end of preseason raps, you know, like who's been training in the house down. And again, Fermor was just, just gapping everyone. So he's, I mean, what would do? Bloody Greg Marju was deadlifting like 300 kilos or something like that. So just an absolute beast. And uh, who was um, who was benching the most? Was it was it Mo or yeah? I can't remember who was benching the most. And someone was benching nearly double their uh, half their body weight. And Greg was Greg was deadlifting twice his body weight. It was just amazing sort of stats that were coming out. It's just been Furmore, really. Yeah, like also the. With the with the um, athleticism, Furmore um, and Toby and and um, Tana were like like the top three. They were they were into like elite elite NRL tier um, speed. So it's good to see. He's um, yeah, mate. This I'm just I'm excited. Yeah, that 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 seems to be the feeling. I think with a lot of fans and a lot of the players as well, it's just very exciting, very... The first time in a long time where I've really felt like the club is actually going somewhere positive and not, not just for the next one or two years, but long-term, uh, which, again, we haven't really felt, I don't think, for a long time. So... I think, yeah, that's that's the main thing. Like you said, it's... It's long term with the age of some of these boys. Um, there, there wouldn't be many players in the lineup besides maybe Isaac Liu, that uh, thirty years old. I suppose Corey Thompson would be up there. Yeah, I think. I the, think it's Corey Liu, Brian. Brian would be. He's wouldn't. He's not young, but he's not old. You know what I mean? Like he's not uh, one of the kids. Yeah. So I think. Um, my my main issue really with the whole thing is um, just hopefully the boys have got um, just just the legs, you know, the, the fatigue, not having that second trial. I think that's going to be our biggest biggest issue um, getting in, and, and the power have had some pretty good trials. So um, I'm hoping um, I'm hoping um, you know just just excited to see. See that back back row going, and hopefully they get get all get some minutes and and, and gel and and just curious to see how Toby and and AJ J go. Um, there's a lot of pressure on them for, as kids, and especially Aaron Clark. You know he's only young, and Jaden Campbell. Like we, we must have the youngest spine ever produced in a rugby league field. Like that. Mm-hmm. It'd only be what, fifty games, sixty games between between the between all of them, maybe you know. Yeah, that's it. Like I like the way I look at it this year is AJ. He's I feel like he, even though he hasn't played the most games because of injuries, I feel like he's been in the competition long enough to know 
what it is going to take to make the finals. Like, I know he didn't yeah. play in the finals game, but I feel like he's, in a, he's been in a competition long enough to know what he, what he has to do himself to help these um, guys get into the finals again because, you know, that, that is the ultimate goal, obviously. Um, and it's he's just, been getting around the, the origin set up, you know, like he's played one or two origin games. He's, you know, he's been in that camp. He knows, yeah, he knows what's, what's done. So he, he really does have to be the leader of that spine. That's it. Um, I, I think he will. I think that'll boost his performances even more. I really think he'll be better than what a lot of people are expecting him to be at six. Um, I, I don't think, I'm not saying it's going to win five-eighths of the year or anything, but I feel like, you know, he'll really contribute a lot to the side, even if it's just defensively as well, because that's one of the things that actually really excite me about Toby and AJ is they're very good defensively, which... If you have good defensive halves, that's going to help your side a lot in the long yeah. run. Yeah. yeah, I'm picking Isaac in the starting row too. Is it going to help him? You know, he's a couple of big boppers, you know, Mo and Mo and Isaac. And, you know, Aaron's not not a small fella either. So um, hopefully hopefully that sort of help, helps the lads out. They're not, they're not sort of left out. They're not isolated as much. So... Yeah, just um, to touch on the news today, I, I hope it's wrong, but um, AJ is, is apparently in, in pretty serious doubt for the game, unfortunately, um, carrying yeah. a, a groin injury, I think it was. So, oh, really? Uh, hopefully he's all right. He's got until Sunday, but um, they're, yeah, they're talking, if not, Will Smith will come into the halves and, and Tanner Boyd on the bench, but hopefully, fingers crossed, he uh, he recovers in time because I think, yeah, like you boys have said, I, I'm tipping him for a big year. Um, obviously, it won't be won't be Dally M standard like you said, Tom, um, but I think it'll give him more touches than he's had at fullback um, to sort of use his speed and his agility through the middle of the park or on the edges. Um, he can sort of pick and choose his moments to run the ball, especially with Toby leading things, steering the team around. So um, yeah. I'm really, really excited. And he, he, a lot of people forget he's not, he's not brand new to the halves. He's um, he actually debuted there for us um, against the storm. I think it was a, a few years ago. So um, hopefully he's learned a few things playmaking wise since then from his time at fullback. Um, and I, yeah, I'm expecting a, a pretty good year from AJ if he can hopefully this uh, groin injury doesn't sort of hang around all year. Yeah, and, and uh, they're going to have a pretty... If he's playing on the left side predominantly, like, you know, you know firmer, Sami, AJ, like, it's pretty pretty quick little, handy little edge there, so... Not bad at all. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then bright BK's on on the left too, isn't he? So that's um, a pretty handy, pretty handy left side. Um, and then Toby out there with 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 Fafita. I'm looking forward to seeing the combos they they get to they they can um, form over the year. Um, yeah, it's it's good. And and KP gets a gets a gig. He, yeah, um, on the bench, number seventeen. Yeah, it's um, 
they needed a back rower. I get it. Probably unlucky for Sam McIntyre. Yeah. You know, got to got to got to have a bit of experience in there, I guess. Just hope he doesn't go around biting arms or doing lines of coke on the field or whatever he does. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, you know, I'm, I'm guessing he's on. Um, he, he's sort of on his last chance, really. Any sort of poor game, and he's he's punted. So best yeah. of luck, KP. Do us proud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, what do you what do you think? So what what, what are we predicting? Uh, Power are tough. They're they're pretty white hot in the trials, and um, they're not going to be easy to beat. But uh, I'll back us. I'll back us with. Uh, I'll go with the probably the heart over the head. Um, I'll go Titans by four. First try scorer semi and. Uh, yeah, I think I think we'll get them. We'll get the upset. Yeah, I've got us by eight. I think it'll be a case of if we get chances to kick the two points, that'll be what gets us to a bit of a lead. Um, I, I've got Fafita first try scorer. I think he's just gonna come in and you know have a point to prove against a good opposition and power. Um, and yeah, it's. Like you said, Anthony, it's a, it's a very tough side. Um, but in saying that, you know, these these boys give me a lot of confidence. And, you know, again, I haven't really been able to save that for some time. So it, it'll be really interesting. And as long, I think that the game's got to be won within the forward pack because both teams have very good forward pack. So whoever dominates there, I think, gets to... Um, gets to win, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. Look, I, in my ladder predictor, I pretty much had Titans winning every game. Um, but <laughs> if only, if only round one. Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, because round one, I'm, I'm sort of a bit hesitant. Look, lack of trial form, um, injury cloud over AJ. It's you know round one down in Sydney, notoriously poor travellers. Um, Titans thirteen plus. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. I've, I've got Corey Thompson as, as first first try so. Yeah. Please, please okay, gamble so responsibly. <laughs> yeah. Two games of Titans footy in a weekend. How good? Exactly right. Brilliant. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third. Anthony, do we have any Twitter questions? We have. Uh, my phone's been going nonstop all afternoon. So, um, yeah, we've got some, uh, some good questions uh, from, from all of our, our beloved viewers. So, um, listen, we're just going to start off the bat. Um, there's no really easy way to, to ease into it. Uh, our good friend Boner Alert, a.k.a. Callum, um, Come up with a good one, boys. It's uh, it's hard hitting. F Murray kill. I'm sure you're familiar with the game. Um, Kevin Proctor, Dan Sargentson, and Jared Hain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think we all know who's going to go to kill bracket. I, th- yeah, I think, gotta, I gotta, think yeah. that one's a given. <laughs> that one's a given. Um, uh, You'd have to marry KP, wouldn't you? 
Yeah, uh, you, you have to, mate. Just, just you know what you're going to get. You know, just, just solid. You know, just, you're just going to be there every week. Not going to. Just a bit slow here and there, but you know, yeah, not flashy. You know, not. not um, yeah, it's hard. And I mean, I mean, it, in Sergeant Sense case, I mean, it's pretty much that he was here for a year and went back to England. So, you know. Not not too um, bad, I guess. There, yeah. He, he uh, definition of F, I think. Yeah. So yeah, look, look, I'm, I'm going to be controversial here. I'm fucking Jared Hayne. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm talking. I'm talking about prime time Jared Hayne. Not not like not 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 current not 49ers and post-grand final, Jared Hayne. Um, I'm talking prime time, Daly M, Jared Hayne. Like, give me some of that. <laughs> you first. <laughs> and that's that's my story and I'm sticking to it because because fucking Dan Sargent's into the sun. Titans legend, mate. Yeah, they can't, can't disrespect him too much. He's a uh, big try scorer for us, so... Yeah, um, mate, I, know, uh, I, know, I know good friend Nort, he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll agree. He's had a few little running battles with Dan Sargent, So, Oh, good stuff. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I've got, I've got KP for Murray. Prime time, Hayne, for, for, for in the bedroom. And, um, and yeah, bye. Beautiful. That, that's, uh, that's the hard-hitting journalism you, you expect from the podcast. So... Um, so uh, our mate, uh, Blood on the Leaves, uh, Georgie, he's uh, put in a question, genuine question. If you guys knew about Fogarty leaving earlier, would you have kept a hold of Ash Taylor for one more season for a backup? Yeah, probably. Like, I mean, if it was for the right price, what was he on train and trial with the Warriors? So, yeah. You know, would, you know you, sure. Where's, where's the hurt in that? But I, I think, like... He needed a change. Like, he just needed to get the hell out of here. And, and it was probably the best thing for us. If, if I had known Fogarty was leaving, I probably would have liked the Titans to chase someone like, you know, Sean Johnson or even Adam Reynolds, I guess. But, you know, or, or just, just get some more depth. And they, they had got some depth. But, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's just... We, we had that period from 2016 to last season of Ash. I, I just think regardless, it was just time to move on. I think, I, I don't know, it was just, it's just, just one of those players that if you hold on to them too long, it just doesn't keep working, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it just, it just needed to happen. It just needed to change. Yeah. And, you know, I think, even if we knew Fogarty was leaving early, I just think it was the best option for both parties, you know? Yeah. yeah it's just, I mean, you know, big Ash fan and all that. Well, you know, you just want to see him do well. And I don't think he's in the environment here where he can do well. So no, maybe a change up north and, yeah. No, that's right. I'll, I'll agree with you two boys. Um, I I don't think so. Um, I think we already sort of have a heap of depth in the halves. Um, obviously, hurting Fuller 
for the season, losing him, um, that's that's a loss. Um, but I, yeah, I, I just think agree with what you said that he he needed a new start. We needed a new start, and um, yeah, he's, I think it was best for all parties, no matter what. Uh, he, even on a minimum contract, I think just in his mind, he, he probably wanted a new start. So um, yeah, we'll remember the good times with Ash anyway. Um, so. We'll move on. Um, another question, uh, this time from Vela Betting. Um, is it new viewer? Um, at Alex Vetta, uh, at Alex Vela, sorry. Uh, he said, for this season, would you rather have the Titans forward pack or the Storm forward pack, hookers not included? Titans, 100%. Yep. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, we've got a whole heap of young fellas. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it would have been nice to have Christian Welch and, and that in there, yeah, sure. But you got David Fafita, Mo Fodawaker and, and Tino Fasulamalawi. Like, you still got three origin forwards. <laughs> yeah, hands down, Titans. Yeah, yep. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. Um, obviously, the Storm, they, they make it work no matter who, who they have wearing the jersey. But yeah. uh, I think, yeah, it's... Um, Christian Welsh, he's he's an unbelievable player, but uh, the other the other ones are sort of either I think on the decline or, or getting a little bit older. Still, still a great pack, obviously. I'm not not saying that, but um, I think just our pack, the the age and the upside of the Fafitas and Tinos and Moes, uh, they're they're already Origin players and they're only uh, 22, 23 yeah. years old, so. I think they're just going to get better and better. And this year, I would even take them over over the Storms pack. Obviously, the key key thing, hooker not included. Um, yeah. Uh, they, yeah. Obviously, they obviously tell us up in that area. Although, yeah, good luck there and Clark. Prove me wrong. Um, but, yeah, definitely, I think I'll take I'll take our pack over Melbourne's. Well, I'm not trying to... There's, there's not, no hyperbole here, but, you know, like, surely... That starting forward pack has to be up there as one of the best forward packs in I, in, in the NRL. Like, surely. I, I, I have a. Sorry, Matt. You go. No, no, no. You, you're right, mate. I should say. I, I look at the forward pack, and I think we. I believe wholeheartedly that we have a top four forward pack. Like no joke. When you look at the other forward packs, like it's again, it's no. Like disrespect to any of the other teams because you know the best teams have a very four pack. That's obvious, but when I look at us, I just, I, I just think we have a top four forward pack, legitimately. Like hundred percent, hundred percent. I I agree with that. Uh, I think Fox League had us uh, at about sixth. I think they rated us, but yeah, hard. Um, like I said, I don't think anyone can doubt we we have one of the best forward packs in the comp. You look at yeah, maybe the Roosters, but um, they've obviously had a few few key retirements. Um, friend and Cordner, um, and then yeah, and and they, and they lost Liu. Yeah, Liu. That's it. Yeah, which we we've thankfully gained. So um, and Penrith, they've got an incredible pack, but Capewell is a loss for them. Um, so I think. It's up, up to the boys to prove us right, but oh yeah, I, I 100% agree with you, fellas. It's, it's 
probably the best forward pack the club has ever had potential wise. Um, from from sort of eight to eight to seventeen, it's it's probably one of the strongest. If if all the puzzle pieces fit together and and the young guys another year of experience under the belt. Um, the big the big question mark with our forward pack is Aaron Clark. Like, how can he get the boys? And you know, and and Toby as well, and, and AJ. Like, how can he? How can they direct them around the park? So, who's going to step up and be the leader? Who's going to step up and and you know, when 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 it gets down into the nitty gritty, like who's who's going to be the one that's going to go to marshal the troops? So, that's that's the only the only place where we're sort of lacking is direction. But you know, if if, if I trust Justin can he's he. He's the type of coach that, that gives them gives everyone a job and gives them a, a you know and a job and, and, and very clear with what what they need to do and yeah yep yeah no I agree and um just a, another question we'll we'll follow that up talking about the pack uh, George again blood on the leaves he says um, just wondering in general do you rate Liu and actually think he should start ahead of the likes of Wallace or Jolliffe? Because I low key think he has some weaknesses. What do you, what do you think, boys? Yeah, I, I think like we we touched on this in F one or two. Um, I, th- I think low key is going to be one of. He's up there with signing Tino. Like, just I, I'm very highly rate him. So I think he was always going to start regardless. Um, and as much as I love Jalif and and Lasani and and even Jaywall, um, I think it's. I don't think those guys are, are starting in front of Liu in any side, let alone, let alone our side. So, um, you know, maybe sometime down the track, yeah, sure. But at, at this point in time, I think, I think he's definitely a, a number one or number two, considering who you, you know, who you pick in front of him, you know, him or Mo. Like Mo is, Mo and Tino, Mo, Tino, Firma and Fina on your first four picked. And then it's yeah, out of those three or four for the other spot, and I think Liu is 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 ahead. So yeah, I, I think as well. What Lasade and Jolov bring off the bench is a lot more important than one of them two starting. Because uh, Liu, you have Liu starting, you know, it gives that boys that sort of old head who knows how to start a game to know what it takes to play the entire eighty minutes and. I think it's that sort of thing. You have that that sort of consistent start. You bring on Lasone and Jolov. You know, they do their part. And then at the end of the game, you bring Lasone, um, Liu back on and sort of just show the boys, you know, follow me. We'll get this win. Um, he just, he's the sort of guy we need in the pack, especially with a lot of the young guys. Um, yeah. He'll make Tano a better leader. He'll make Mo, um, I think, a much better player than he already is, and that's scary to say. Um, yeah. he, he'll just do what he's asked to do. He's not. He's not going to be a try scoring machine. Like he'll just get in there, average a hundred plus meters, you know, lead the boys around when he can, and just do his job. And I think, you know, even though Jared Wallace had a much better season last year like we touched base touched base on it with him possibly going to um 
Dolphins next season, it just sort of makes sense to focus on Leu and uh, Charlotte and Lasano a bit more. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, um, I, I think I think it's a very good signing, and I think we'll see a very. I, I think at the end of the year we'll see an incredibly mature forward pack um, just from his influence at the club. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Tom. Um, I think he, he's such an important signing. You know, we've got the we've got the damaging young players, the the great prospects, but ha- at times last year um, we we missed that that hard head, that experienced head that just just knew what to do in the in the big moments or the the moments where you know a player would drop a ball and. Just having that experienced guy just to say, Look, let's just pick our heads up and keep going. Um, yeah. and, I, and as we said, like at the start of last year too, like our middle defence for the first, you know, 15, 16 games was, was atrocious. And, yep. you know, that's just, that's just another, another, as you said, a big old head and in the middle there and, and just another good, another good body that, also, George, I think you're sort of understating the effect that, that Lasani and Jolie have off the bench. Like, do you want to lose that? Do you want to lose that sort of impact off the bench when 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 you you bring them on against tiring forwards and you know Jolief and, and Lasani are just steamrolling like left, right, and center. Like I I don't think you're gonna get that. If off, with Isaac Liu off the bench, or or you know maybe even Jared Wallace to, to a degree off the bench, if if you're starting those boys, you're missing that impact, you know around the 20 30 minute mark, and and that's that was something that sort of really it was something you noticed, you know like nothing hits harder than than a, than a Sam Masoni hit up, you know fresh off the bench. Sure. <laughs> yeah. One of rugby you league know, like, best best visions. Yeah, it's it's just you know steaming in from the back fence. It's it's just yeah. I, I think you're underselling selling that, and it's not it's not like the old days where you know if you, you you're not rated if you don't start. I think there's there's a lot of you know we were starting Dave Feeder off the bench last year, and then it was working. So I think having having those two guys coming in off the bench is is. A good tactic and a, and a, and a, and a um, sort of low key weapon. So. Yeah, if anything, the the bench has almost become just as important as the starting with these these new rules, the the six again rule. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, who you bring on, as you said, the the 20, 25, 30 minute mark that that can change a game. It, it, like yeah. Lasano charging off the back fence, like you said it. That that can lift. Uh, you, you instantly feel. I feel a lot of games last year. Oh, the energy! I could yeah, tell the lift. As, yeah, he, he comes on. He, he steams in from the back fence, and and just the the instant that impact, like bang, steamrolls right, and the boys are like, oh fuck yeah, here we go. And yep. it's, you know, you just see the energy lift. And yeah, I, I like. I, w- I wouldn't change them, even though I think they had. Um, I think it was Lasani had a really good trial match where he started and played you know big minutes and I'd still rather keep him on the bench and give him his 40 odd minutes a game and yeah yep yep yeah. I, I agree with that um yeah we'll we'll move on uh I'll put two questions together um sort of opposing each other um first time responder the NRL 
Supercoach Sponge uh, at Ben with no number. Um, he says, why are you guys wasting my main man, Marju's talent? Um, and then on the, the other side uh, of the, the panel, the, the presidential debate, we've got our mate Boner Alert again. Um, he says, on a scale of one to three inches, how big of a semi did you get seeing Philip named on the wing? So <laughs> who are you sliding with, boys? <laughs> Someone's been spying on me. Yeah. <laughs> that's o- that's over. I don't know where he's getting those, those measurements from. Oh, that's <laughs> it. At least oh. it. Uh, <laughs> look, I, both statements can be true. I'm, I'm a big Marju fan. Um, I think Sammy deserves it. He's 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 been there the longest, and you know, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for for, for Phil, but. At the same time, I, I can't, you know, if, if he, if he's, um, if, if it doesn't work out, then I'm, I'm going to be even more excited. I, I just, I feel sorry for whoever's lining up against Greg in the Q Cup. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. That's it. Those baby cows. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mate, you, you'd be just shitting bricks if he was, um, if you, once you see him not, not named, named in the, in the, in the, Titan side, you'll be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I'll, just let, I'll just be letting him go past. I won't be touching him at all. Just <laughs> go past. Don't, just do what you want to do, mate. Like, <laughs> yep, yep. Um, safest option. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's hard. Like, I, like, I really warmed towards Azu last year. You know, he scored, I think, six tries in six games, which was great. Um, you know, Sami apparently has been another guy that's sort of been training the house down, you know, been really talked big up about from the good boys and Justin. Um, I, I guess that's just one of the biggest positives that we have this year is these guys have to fight for the spots. There's no more of this, I of this guy, so you got to play every week. Like, you have to play consistently, and I think that's what makes this so much more of a harder question because, you know, three years ago, We'll just pick Sami because who did we have to come in and play on the week? Yeah, realistically, it was, either, it was either Sami or Don. Like, no disrespect to to, to the goat, but you know, yeah. like you know, he's like sixty five years old on the wing and still you know <laughs> still scoring tries. But yeah, yeah, like that was that was it. Or you know, we had Tremaine Spry who, who was sort of mentally not there, and that was yeah. But now you've got you know Spry's back mentally and in, in the system and Marju and. And and you've got all you know you got Jojo you got and all these boys just just yeah, that's it. The, literally waiting on the wings to, to get their chance. And, that yeah. that that's it, and I I just I think that's what makes this just so much better is it gives Holbrook an actual headache trying to figure out what's decide because you know one week he can be in a squad you have one you have two or three poor games and all of a sudden. You know, you bring up Marzu and he can take his spot for the rest of the season. Or, yeah. You know, or if we have injuries, like, again, same thing. Like, I, I think that's what makes me excited about um, the team as well is the in, if we have injuries, which obviously I pray that we don't touch wood, um, there's a lot of versatility in a squad with Will Smith and AJ because, you know, Jaden gets injured, Chuck AJ back at fullback, put Will Smith at six or, you know, like it's just versatility now. And 
yeah, it's just it's just exciting just to see the depth we've had because yeah, even in our glory days, you know, back in 09, 010, we didn't really have proper depth. Like it wasn't. No, that's it. It was it no. was the run on squad, and that was it. That was it. Yep, yep. When now, when you look from one to seventeen, there is depth in every single position that can take yeah. a spot. You know, I think. When you look at the squad, the only real position that's safe would have to be Tino and probably Jaden. Tino, yeah, Tino, Tino and Bo and yeah. Yeah, and Dave, yeah, like they're, they're probably the only spots that are like, you know, you're still going to play, but, you know, you're pretty much safe where the rest of the squad is like, you've got to play well and make sure you're playing well every week. Otherwise, you know, we yeah. could bring up. This dude or that guy, and if they play better than you, well, it's up to you to force your way back into the spot somehow. Yeah, yeah. No, that's right, and that's what a lot of a lot of people just need to remember that there there has to be depth. Um, it's it's better to say, oh, how did that guy get left out rather than who the hell are we going to put in if this guy goes down? Um, yeah. So yeah, that's it. it's tough to see Marju miss out, but uh, a lot of people. A lot of Titans fans don't seem to like Phil Sami, but um, uh, personally, I, I think he just, he just had a, a bit of a down year last year, you know. Like, yeah, and, and even still, when he when he come back at the the back end of the year when when Greg was out, um, he, he was making 200, 300 meters a few games. Yeah. There. Um, he, he's, he was working his tail off to get back in the side. So uh, I'm, I think, I'm, uh, I'm a fan. Uh, he, he copped a lot after the origin, you know, he sort of didn't really um, step up to the occasion during yeah. origin and, and that's sort of, you know, a bit of a bit of a Nathan Merrick sort of thing, but yeah, he's only young. Like, fucking hell, give him a go. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. It's it, it, plenty of upside. Um, I, I was actually, I was, I was, I was surprised. I thought he might've been heading to the dolphins, but he, he's extended with us and he's great mates with AJ and, and a couple of those other boys. So I, I, I'm a fan of Phil. He's, he, he's been with the club for a while now. He's, um, it's hard to think um, that he's been here for that long, but I, I'd say it'd be coming up to four, four or so years. Um, so, I think, yeah, yeah. He's, he's becoming a sort of long-term member of the squad and, he, he makes his meters and doesn't always get it right and defensively and everything like that. But it, either way, like you said, he performs and it, it's all well and good. Or if not, Marjorie's chomping at his, at his baby cows. So <laughs> That's it. You know, and I, I, I do think one thing what I did say about Sami last year was his defense. When he came back to the side, when Greg had to leave, I think too, he's, part of having another baby, you could see Sami really focused on the defense a bit more. Like he wasn't as in as much. He wasn't making stupid decisions. Like he was actually really making a conscious effort to do well in defense, which, you know, if he can get his defense up to par, like I have no problem with him staying in. Like, you know, it's it's not the end of the world. But again, obviously, with Greggy on a sideline, Sort of like, oh shit, we don't really want to lose him either. Like, That's right. It's a, it's a tough conundrum. You don't want to. You'll know other clubs will be watching, and 
waiting in the wings. Um, so it's, yeah, it's that fine line of having depth, but players also don't want to be spending half of the year in Q Cup if they know their yeah. best grade quality. So it's, oh, it's a, it's a juggling act constantly in the NRL. But yeah, no, well, um, unfortunately, we probably, unless we want to, want to go forever, that, that'll probably have to be the last question. But keep, keep sending them in every, every uh, Wednesday and we'll, we'll definitely get to your questions. Um, so yeah, hit us up at Bad Life Titans every, every Wednesday afternoon for the questions. For sure. And uh, we'll put up some game threads during the, during the games. I, I think well, I forgot on the women's one and we'll definitely get one up for the men's as well. And uh, if you've got any comments on the games, we'll, um, we'll read out the good ones. Make sure they're funny. I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable, and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's tees. Righto. Well, uh, what, what have you what have you guys got for ladder predictors? Okay, that will just about do us for episode three. You can follow us at at Bad Life Titans at GC underscore Anthony at Jetso underscore 10 and at Hammers H4MMERZ. Also, don't forget to uh, follow our good friend at The Biggest Tiger and our sports best friends. Episode three, lads. Thank you very much. We got there. Um, look forward to seeing you all next week after multiple Titans victories. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people. Uh, at underscore... Uh, oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am so fucking tired, man. I... <laughs> uh... What one of us to have a go at it, mate? No, no, I've got it, I've got it. I just <laughs> fucking right. nailed it that first time. <laughs> <laughs>